Let's get dangerous. Are we doing it? Yeah. I'm Matt. How'd you like that one, Matt? It was great. Thanks, Walter Cronkite. Well, you I got it. That. No, I was thinking I was going to try something right. different this really time. your channel. Yeah? You know? I mean, I was like, you know, I could do my normal voice or I couldn't do this voice. I don't know. Yeah. Hasn't been charged with sexual harassment yet. So, harassment. Uh, harassment. harassment. Oh, is that yeah. your, your Walter Cronkite? Yeah. yeah, right. I'm dabbling in his voice as well. Oh, well done. I think that sounded perfect. So, dude, here we go. Second podcast is happening. I'm really excited. We got some awesome shit we're st- sipping on this time. Uh, we got awesome guests. We'll introduce her pretty soon. Matt, God, what the hell have you been up to this week? I haven't oh, seen man. you all week. It's it's been a long week with a slide of slow. God, I can't even talk. A side of slow. <laughs> what does it's that just mean? Been a, it's just been a slow week, but a uh, side of slow. A side of slow. Yeah, it's that felt sounds like, like a, a long. Week. <laughs> God, it sounds like it. Jesus, a side of slow. <laughs> right. I don't even know what that is. That's like the slowest of slow. I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh my exactly. god. All right. Well, God, I've had a crazy cool week. I started working at this pop up. Uh, I'm sure when this episode airs, maybe uh, the LA area you've heard of it is a Twin Peaks pop up bar that's really freaking off the hook. That's Completely like revamped back of Melrose Umbrella. They redid the whole back bar to look just like the Bang Bang Bar of Twin Peaks and. So far, so good. I've done one shift. It was like bonkers and everyone, I think, did, you know, dug it at the end. I think I almost lost my fucking brain. But other than that, like, I think everyone was happy. Every week for me. So. Really? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, nice. No, but it's it's been one of those. Yeah? Did you work any shifts this week? I did. I worked a few. Yeah? I like, dabbled. Like three? Yeah, three or four. Four? Yeah. Yeah. I'll put the or in there. Dude, I did five fucking shifts in a row this week. Jesus Christ. I know. Who does that? I guess you. Congratulations. I mean, probably a lot of people. I mean, it might sound like a little outrageous for not fucking working more than three shifts a week, but this is my life. I mean, that's what I do. So I did five shifts in a row. That was fucking horrendous because I don't really like working that much in a row because it's like, I don't know if. I mean, the listeners, I, let me just explain. I think, like, the max is, like, four before your brain starts, like... Mushing? Mushing. That's exactly what it is. It's mush, right? And so, if you go past four shifts in a row, that fifth shift, you walk in and you kind of, like... Rethink your life? I don't know if it's a rethink your life or if it's, like, your whole body just starts having this reaction of, like, you know, it's, like, starts pushing back. You start walking towards the bar door and you just start pushing the right. fuck back. And you're like, I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. And then your brain's like, hey, you gotta do it because you're scheduled. I do that physically like all of that what you just described i literally do that so oh, it's, really? it's quite an experience it's, dude, it's, what the bouncer has to push you actually in no we don't have a bouncer so it's even better oh, so I, just do what, I, just, I just do what i want it's the best <laughs> my goodness well this episode i'm dedicating to all those bartenders and you know what fuck the bartenders everyone who has to fucking work five shifts in a row because it's fucking tough and this is why we're taking the night off and we're gonna talk we're going to tell stories, and we're going to drink. And I think that's going to segue into introducing our guests. Matt, would you like to do that? Yeah. We got, uh, uh, I think it's about time we settle in, get ourselves something to sip on. Let's go and drink together. Beautiful. Tonight, we have an awesome guest, someone I've known way back in the day. No way. Yeah. Me I too. Met, met her back in the day. Or, well, are we allowed to say? Uh, well, we'll, we'll, leave this, we'll leave this up to our guests. <laughs> the um, magic of editing. A neighborhood, a neighborhood watering hole. Yeah. yeah. Those of us here are pretty familiar with. We have the vibrant, the amazing bartender I've ever met in my life. It is Melina Bickford in the house. Sorry. God, that yeah. horn! <laughs> right, I tried to do the back. Was it early? I know it's just like it's it's kind it of was... like you shouldn't do it unless you're you can really do it. it the yeah. dedication was just like half. It's like you started okay. it and then you didn't commit to it. It was like wow. it was like the lean back. I was so excited. I, if anyone could have seen it, like his chair legitimately like like lean backwards, like the two front. They're up right now. Like the two front like legs are off the ground. Well, he decided he beforehand he was gonna lean back for this. Uh, maybe yeah, this whole episode, like it's, it's, it's an aesthetic decision that he made was that this he was gonna lean back. Dude, and then, back. but then the hands went up, like the hands went up around <laughs> his mouth, and like he's just like gonna do a horn, right? I thought he was, I mean, I knew he was gonna do something, but then it was like, like, but it was like, <laughs> I don't want to yell, okay? 
I'll talk. I'll text DJ Khaled about it later. It'll work out. We'll we'll get a dub over for that. We all. Yeah, I guess we do have post, right? You could. Yeah, you the could get something it. really good and just throw it in there, and then right. no one will understand what we're talking about. This <laughs> was so amazing. Because it's fucking amazing. Exactly. Oh man, what if it was just yeah. like an elephant? <laughs> <laughs> Does I that sound like elephant? Well, I think that uh, not really. I think huh? something maybe you should consider working on is is having if you're gonna do like sound effects, you need like a signature one that way you can perfect it. Right. Put your time right. into it. All right, Matt, let's hear it. signature sound a... effect now. Go. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Did know this was the uh, shit talk podcast? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I had like two, maybe three. I don't know, maybe four beverages before this one. So. Oh, wow. cool. I'm talking about. I guess we're part of the Pepsi same club. <laughs> Oh, just kidding. It's called caffeine, baby. It's oh. called caffeine. Yeah, I gotta learn. Well, you know. I think I'm drunk already, and I'm only halfway through my first drink. Okay, let's, d- let's actually dinner, dig so. into the, what we're drinking right now. We're gonna okay. do this right away. Last podcast, we, like, waited till kind of, I'd say, middle to the end of the podcast to talk about what we were sipping on, but, like, Melina brought this stuff for us, and this is the first for the podcast. Even though it's the second podcast, it's the first for the podcast in a whole. So, Melina, please tell us what we're drinking. Well, I am, and you guys may not know this, but I'm currently sweeping you away to Scandinavia. Um, so, I brought with me today Aarhus Aquavit. Say that again? Aarhus. Oh, bless you. <laughs> it's a struggle because it's not, it's a very Swedish word and I don't say it right, but I'm doing, I'm trying. Aarhus. I'm okay with it. Aarhus. Aarhus. It does flow. Are we getting there? But I'm trying to. Well, because I'm, 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 I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to Americanize it. Yeah. Um. So that everyone here can can say it. So how about we'll say Ahus. 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 It's so it's it sounds kind of weird, but it's the name of the town where this is made. So Aquavi is basically shorthand is Scandinavian gin. Oh yeah, I love gin. Um. Yeah. So it's it's kind of comes and became about the same way as gin, except the terroir kind of makes it different. So like okay, whoa, 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 okay. Now terroir. Oh come excuse on, everyone knows what terroir. Excuse is. me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> terroir. This all right, that. all right. So basically, like 500 years ago, a bunch of monks were making booze. And they started throwing in all the stuff that they were finding in the forest, all these like herbs and shit. Yeah, yeah. And to make it taste better, because it tasted like shit. Sure. And like grain alcohol is just like yeah. rubbing alcohol. And even then, they didn't have good distillation techniques, so it was literally shit. It was poison. So they sold it as a medicine. Mm-hmm. And it made people crazy. So they thought it had like magical properties. Ooh, so, that sounds interesting. Yeah, and that's kind of how a lot of delicious things come about. I mean, like chartreuse. In most booze, it's like some accident that some like bored people just work on for a while. Borscht. Borscht? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'll take the liquor as the better accident. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So, uh, long story short, it started. T- they started getting better at making it. It started tasting better. They started drinking it for fun. And now in Scandinavia, particularly in Sweden, this is what they drink all the time. Every meal. Every celebration, they've got these little snaps glasses that we have here right now. Can you, okay, describe this glass. They're like these little triangular cordial glasses. They're like teeny tiny. I'd say a whole, it's it's almost like, Matt, explain these glasses. Like a constricted martini glass. Yeah. Oh, constricted martini glass. It's a very, it's got a very tall stem, but it it melds really well with the rest of it. Right, Uh, okay, yeah. It looks great. Dude, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, okay, so before I say anything more about it, we all all of us here have it in our hands right now. So before I explain any more, we need to have a proper toast. Okay. So the way to say cheers in Swedish is skål. Skål! So you, you say skål, and we have to make sure that we look, all of us in look each eyes. other Oh, we got eyes going on? At the same Not at the same time. <laughs> no pressure. A relative eyes? It's that you do, because it's a, a bar. Skull. It's a skål. 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 Matt, let me see those eyes. So this is a sipper or is this a shooter? It's it's a shooter. What are we tasting in here? So caraway. Yes, thank you. Yeah, so basically I always compare it to gin because people are familiar with gin. Oh, fantastic. So gin, juniper is the primary botanical. With aquavit, it's caraway or dill. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this one's caraway. Dude, it's, but it's bomb. it's got rosemary and, like, citrus and all this stuff in it. So basically, like, if you like gin, you like this stuff. Dude. So it's good. It's fantastic. Right? Yeah, it's not too you definitely, easy. So anyone who doesn't know what caraway is, it's, it's, seed, it's a seed but herb. 
It's an herb? It's a seed. It's a seed. But it's if you know what rye bread tastes like, that's what caraway tastes yeah. like. Yeah. Tastes like... This tastes way better than rye bread. Yeah. I have to be honest. Dude. Really or like good. an everything bagel, maybe? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you, are you generalizing bagels right now? I had an everything bagel. Dude, that is a general. Have you guys ever heard, thought about that? Everything bagel? What's that even mean? It's just a cute So, okay, thing. but it doesn't, everything bagel does not have jalapeno. Does not. And there are jalapeno well, bagels in, no, it's in, the, it's in the box of bagels. Like, you see the, the bagel case? There is, okay, garlic, yes. Onion, yes. Poppy uh, seed. Poppy seed, yes. Salt. Salt. Also, cheese. Cheese. And say it with me, jalapeno. Bagel. Nailed it. Everything but cinnamon. They got cinnamon. Uh, do you see? There's no cinnamon on that but, shit either. Well, okay, probably it's that the place that made the bagel was like this really cute little mom and pop shop. And I picture like I picture being this little shop where they're like, let's put everything on it. Hey. Just like everything they had in their little shop that yeah. jalapenos were inaccessible. Then, yeah. But it's actually, it's really funny that you're mentioning, you're mentioning everything it's bagels really because the there. other day I was at Starbucks okay. and this guy behind me in line, this older guy was like, you got to try an everything bagel. Have you ever had an everything bagel? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you got to try, you got to try these everything bagels. Like he'd never, like it was a whole brand new thing. So I got one. And? It didn't taste good. <laughs> That's a lot of hype. Starbucks bagel. God. Dude, I feel like we could turn this whole episode into this, how bad Starbucks fucking food is, but Starbucks, you contact me when you want yeah, me to change this topic, because I'll keep talking about it until you change my mind. Also, uh, we're going to do a bagel podcast. Oh, bagel tune in. It's called know, Bagel we've, Brothers. We've been talking about bagels for like 10 <laughs> yeah, minutes right. now, I think. Oh my God. This is where we're segueing so, into. Melina. How did you start bartending? <laughs> Right. Bagels to bartending. So I started bartending. I was waiting table. I went through. I did. I did. Came up the right way. I started with dishwash, washing dishes in a restaurant. Yeah. When I was Hell yeah. I waited tables. I was a busser, and then eventually I figured out that I could make more money bartending. So I lied and I, you know, got a job bartending. And back then it was much easier. Not that old. I started pre mixology. Yeah, me too. So back then you could really fake it till you made it. So I remember when I started my first bartending job, this dude was like, Whenever in doubt, make it pink. And you know, that shit it, that shit was like that was the best advice I ever got. So yeah, okay, so also when I started bartending in the same realm of time. And there, at that point, there was the kind of a gender... Like, it still happens a little bit now, but, like, people, like, genderized drinks at that point. So it'd be like... A guy would walk up and be like, oh, like, I don't know, I need to get something for my girlfriend. Just, you know, just make, make something girly for her. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, girly, okay. It kind of made sense at that then, point. Yeah. But now it doesn't make any sense. Well, then, I maybe I'm just being, like, having, like, my memories shot from all the drinking and <laughs> drugs but like I think that I think I don't remember guys really drinking even back then they didn't order Manhattans and stuff no. like they drank it was either it like it really was like kind of gender it was either like drinks. whiskey cokes whiskey cokes everyone would did and sh- yeah. crown and shit seven if they did shooters it'd be like washing apples uh, well, a Red Bulls drink that's where they got real girly is that we'd all these shots that were high fructose corn syrup bombs yeah but if it was but if it was whiskey based then the guys were cool with it if it was I feel like they were cool with all of them because it was like a different thing than like sitting there sipping it true because yeah, it, was it was more man it was more like masculine to pound something and guys like likes to say the sexy things like they like to be like let me get five buttery nipples <laughs> you know? I still think that's funny <laughs> can I get a four sex on the beach shots or like Dude, it was all bad. Although, that's... now that we're on this topic, fuck, I didn't know we were gonna go here, but my favorite, all time fucking favorite fucking shot from that era, chocolate cake, done and done. Oh, it still blows my mind! Mind blowing! <laughs> it's like, it's crazy alchemy. It's science, it, like. No, whoever created, I wanna know who created. Oh, Alright, listeners, tell if, them what if it you, is. you, well, first of all, if anyone could tell me who invented the chocolate cake shot, Oh my god, I will send you a, I don't know, a, a sticker. A really double-sided tape? <laughs> yeah, I'll draw you a sticker on some double-sided tape and send it to you. But, yeah, I want to know who invented the chocolate cake shot. Because it's genius. It's complete it's genius. genius. I haven't made one in a long time, but now that you're reminding me of it, I think I like want to throw it back in my back pocket. Dude, and, like, straight up. 
having a lot of access to Frangelico, but I feel like all my like stupid like artisanal bullshit that I have at work, I can find stuff. Oh yeah, well so, they like, have like walnut liqueurs now. Yeah, you know, go to the farmer's market and like forage some shit and then like sous vide and like you know, whatever <laughs> and then get, fake it out and make chocolate like, cake, man. So for those who don't know what a chocolate cake shot is, it's something that you would never ever think would taste like a chocolate cake. It's uh, absolute citron, which is a vodka that is lemon lemon forward, right? lemon. Peel flavored yeah, vodka, it's got a little, a little and then light. multiple citrusy things. Several so. citrus. Try. Citrus. Literally. The slower you say it, the more it makes sense. <laughs> okay, got it. So it's absolute citron. If you're not familiar, I don't know. Look it up. Go to a club. Then that's also mixed with Frangelico, which is a hazelnut liqueur. It's, it looks like the, the maple syrup. Yeah, no, straight up. Like, you don't see it on bars that much anymore, but it does. It looks like an Aunt Jemima maple syrup bottle, uh, but it's not. It's not maple syrup. It is hazelnut liqueur. And I believe the ratio, if I can remember right, is probably like one ounce citron to half to three quarter ounce yeah. uh, Frangelico. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just that. It's shaking the shit in a tin. So you even have ice chunks in it. It's all frothed up. And then you strain it into a shot glass that is rimmed. Oh, no, no, no. No rim. I'm sorry. It's just in the shot glass. And then you have a lemon wedge that you, like, dip it into sugar. I never had that. I just had just the plain shot. That was, that's the Detroit style. Damn, dude. Chocolate cake shot. No, no, no. You got to have the lemon wedge that you dip in sugar. And so you do the shot and then you suck on the lemon wedge. And tell me what it tastes like. It tastes exactly like chocolate cake. cake. (laughs) Dude, really. Like vodka and hazelnut. It's like those jelly bellies when you eat it and you're like, this is butter popcorn. No, it blows your mind. But better. Because it's liquid. Sounds a lot like euphemisms. Have you ever had one? No. What? Next time you guys need to do that. You guys need to make chocolate cake. I mean, like, no, all no, these... No, okay, episode three. Episode chocolate three. cake. Chocolate cake shots. <laughs> you guys should make, like, all the shots and just have, like, a a tasting. Of all the old shots like that? Uh, oatmeal cookie. Uh, dude, what was um, that one? That was Bailey's... Um, <laughs> Bailey's... Uh, Cinnamon stuff, not firebox. Wait, wait. Fireball. Ch- what was the oatmeal cookie? It was Bailey's. Bailey's cinnamon stuff. Cinnamon schnapps. Yeah. Um, uh, vodka probably. No, there was like something else that was like liqueur in there. My head hurts already from just hearing all. Oh, of I was famous for my shot when I worked in a dive bar. Like people came in and they were like, "Make just whatever, Melina. Make us whatever." Dude, was you like, were, this is butterfly. You were above your before your time, man. I used to. I used to do the same thing. My first job was a dive bar too and we didn't have any fresh ingredients we had no, one, oh, like, we didn't even have lemon and lime yeah so it was like oh i want to make something that tastes like i don't know orange julius okay i got orange juice i got this i got like okay mm. i'll figure this thing out yeah this or right, this tastes right straw tasted and be like all right hand that to a customer what do you think mixology everyone and we never <laughs> yeah that's we are basically your forefathers in the mixology. You're my father. <gasps> Dad? <laughs> we are your father. <laughs> never used jiggers. I never saw a jigger until years after this. That's why, like, a lot of those recipes just live in my hands because I never measured anything. I yeah, never. So that was the best well, thing. Like, I don't know the ratio for that, but if you put a bottle of absolute citron in one of my hands and a Frangelico bottle in my hands, I would know exactly. Yeah, man. How to... And you would pour everything at the same time, too. Yeah. And your counts on your right hand and your counts on your left hand were different. Yeah counts but you're basically like a liquor drummer because you're like one two three and then you're one two three down two two four like down and then like you're like oh boom shake 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 and done yeah so the technicality of pre um cocktail renaissance bartenders is highly underestimated i agree i think having a background and spending all those years doing that stuff and then i lived in florida and i worked in nightclubs and made mojitos all night and just like volume 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 like kill 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 drinks 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 that is like the best foundation for all this like tinkering, whatever that came after that, which is cool too. And like, I love it and I got, re- I'm really into it. And, but I feel like people who came right into it then don't respect the bartenders who did the really high volume shit where you had to make 20 drinks at one time. Yeah. I hate you both. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you had, I worked in a place where we would do like six to 800 covers tonight and I, a night and I was the only service bartender and we had mojitos and fucking frozen drinks on the menu. Dude, right? God. I fucking Yeah, blenders. Back then, there's blenders. Blender like, drinks. Yeah. Like, you don't even know about having to fucking make 30 different blender drinks in five minutes with the same blender. <laughs> yeah, like, right. try that. Yeah, dude. 
I think I don't know if I added years to my life doing that or took years off my life doing that because it was I think like added for sure. I think added because I think it was good cardiovascular. Right, man. Yeah. You're moving. If you're moving, you're adding. And you don't stop. I think people I work with now would find this hard to believe because I'm kind of like Eeyore now. But like, I worked at this one place where I was a service bartender and I was so fast that people would come on Fridays and Saturday nights to sit near my service wall and watch me work. Because it was just like, boom, 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 shoot, 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 shoot. Like it was insane. And like- Where was that, in Detroit? In Florida, South oh, Florida. Florida. I lived there for a little while and did the club scene there. Dude, you probably saw some crazy shit there. Did you see people get thrown out? So one of the main place I worked, it was like, like it was kind of like a hot girl bar. Like it was super, it was like Asian-ish themed, but it was like all we all had to wear corsets. All the girls had fake tits, so I had to get this big water bra. So it looks like I had <laughs> no fake tits. No way! Uh-huh. They, had they made you do that? No, I just did it. Oh, okay. Like, you know, let's be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I got this big water bra, and I don't corset, even know what a water bra is. I can like, guess. It's tits inside of a bra that you strap on. <gasps> but with water. Is it like really it's heavy? Kind of amazing. Yes, it's really heavy though. It's hot. Your boobs sweat in it. Oh. So I have that on. Um, but <laughs> well, Lena, so all the you, girls man. were like, it's all, but I fit in. I did good. Like I I'm was like, I look good. You know. As you're walking out, I was just listening. Oh. Um, so all the girls were like they weren't like lazy or anything but they were like hot florida nightclub bartenders they were just they had their limits and so i was like service bartender and i was like whatever they were all right but the part is that i personality wise i was so different from them that actually we had a bouncer not a bouncer but we had a guy who took ids at the door managers and stuff but when it was time to cut somebody off and kick them out it was my job no way! Yeah, I was the person who... But you're probably good at it. I'm pretty good at it, so... But it was funny because it was like, why do I have to do it? Because I was the best one at it. Because I didn't have a problem being like, all right, motherfucker. It's time for you to fucking go. Yeah. Well, that, that actually brings me to one of my questions is... Uh, Cutting somebody off is an art form, I feel like. Like, sometimes it can go so haywire, and you don't even know, like, what's going to happen. I, I mean, I've had coworkers get punched in the face from cutting them off. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've all been there. We've all been drunk, been out of control, like, wanted another drink, and then, like, somebody will cut you off, you know? At some point in your life, I'm, maybe you've done with this? I don't know. Maybe not everybody. But, so, bartenders, you have to cut people off. And then sometimes those people who are getting cut off, that's, like, basically telling somebody that they're not going to live another day or something. Yeah. Uh, it turns into a really big deal. But you think, you know, we're doing a, you're a civil duty. We're, we're watching out for you. Yeah. We got you in, in your best interest, you know. And so, but sometimes, you know, I had a coworker get hit. I've had people throw fits to the point where they are beating up the bouncers and like 10 people are on them, throwing them out of bars. So, Melina, how do you cut somebody off? Well, obviously it depends on the person. I mean, they're, if they're like completely out of control, that's like a grab them by the collar and be like, get the fuck out of here kind of situation. But if it's just someone who's like had way, way too much to drink, which still happens, like, I mean, I bartend one day a week and I still probably cut somebody off like every time I do. My thing is like to talk to them like they're an adult, be really straightforward and just be like, yeah, no, I, I'm going to get you some water because I feel like you're, you're like super drunk. So I really don't want to serve you anymore. Mm-hmm. Like really straightforward, not like. Like, a lot of bartenders will, like, just completely avoid the people. Right. Which you can do a little bit of, but at, at, well, at some point they're going to be like, where's my drink? And you just have to be like, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And just be really, not be like, oh, I don't, you know, just don't be too nice about it. Just be really, like, look them in the eye and be like, you're super drunk and, like, I can't serve you anymore. It's on me if, like, you're that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just, I'm super straightforward and it's fine it's been fine, I'd say, 80% of the time. Like I think so, too. They, like, they'll get a little mad sometimes, but they have, there's nothing they can do. They can't be like, get a manager. I want to speak to a manager, because what's a manager? Well, you're like, no, you're drunk. Yeah. Like, you can't be served anymore. Yeah. It's the law. I mean, it's I've been assaulted before. I had this chick at the place we worked at together who was like, you're fat. Fuck you, fat ass. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. She had this God. thick, like, Russian accent, she's like, which I can't do, so I'll just do it in my American. She's like, that's... she's like, she's you're like you're being really <laughs> fucking mean. But well, I'm just but like, you're also like, being but fucking... you're drunk. I don't give a 
fuck? Like, yes, I do. Yes, I do have a fat ass, and you're still cut the fuck off. Oh, but still, she's like, she's like, this really emphasize the double. I'm, like, I'm back, by the way. Oh, Matt, Matt, <laughs> yeah, sorry, he came back from the from the, the outhouse the co- with this roll of toilet Damn, paper. Yeah, I know what that is. Talk about the toilet paper for a second. Just, just just roll of toilet paper. One so second, we have it. It's there. I don't know what it is. Uh, Matt, you know what it is. It's by where oh. I'm sitting, where I feel like it was put here for me. Is like a um, in case you start crying. Yeah, or like well, you have to like leave like nice things in a bathroom when you have a guest staying. Like it's like an amenity for right. me. It's a beautiful piece case. of toilet paper. Well, it's very we, we nice keep it here for guests because what we don't tell the guests before they come on this podcast is that they're gonna end in tears. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> She's already crying. I hear. I don't know. I'm actually. I'm looking at this. I'm like. I'm like. Is this? I'm like. Is this Trader Joe's toilet paper? Do you know? Wait, no. It's Angel Soft. Oh, okay. It's my preferred. You know Angel Soft? Plug, plug Angel Soft toilet paper. You want to roll? Yeah, Angel Soft. Whoa, hey. This is a child's podcast. Is it? Nope. I don't think you can talk about. Toilet paper in a sexy voice. Really? In a voice? Yeah, totally. Angels suck. Do we have a story Rele- that we're going to Relevant. Share? No, but we're talking about relevant <laughs> situations the here. Topics that affect us today. I'm working at the very different bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a good point. I feel like we have been storytelling, but we we did bring you here for one specific reason. That we do not know, but want to hear. Yeah, your story. Like, it's you brought a story, a specific story. Kind of. I mean, I think that it's hard, like, a lot of times as a bartender, people always are like, well, oh, you must see so much crazy shit. And it's like, yeah, I do. I'm like, what are your stories? And sometimes, in a way, it all blurs together. So I think of, like, so many incidents that come up that are hilarious, but it's like two lines in the story is over. True, true. So I'm like, you know, what is it, like, what is the thing about my job that is like probably to me the most interesting and I think it's a whole fly on the wall concept and especially mm-hmm. in the past couple so of I years so I say that again the fly on the wall idea oh, okay there's so can you explain where, what that means okay, fly on the wall there's this thing where just because you have like a three foot bar between you and everybody there they forget you exist and Ooh, so yes. you know that are well privy to we are privy to so much shit that nobody else gets to hear or watch and if you're paying, a lot of bartenders don't pay attention and they drink, they socialize, like they're just not like in tune in that way. But a lot of us are because we do the job because we're empathetic people who like people. So like I, in the past few years, Tinder and all these app dating things have like completely become my like lifeline and like the air that I breathe and the thing that gets me out of bed and goes to go into my bartending shit <laughs> because I live for this shit and so I think of myself what oh okay I just need to so when Tinder and these dating apps became a thing for you as a bartender it is become such an interesting subject for you that you're like, I'm so stoked to be able to come to work to be able to see how this pans out. Because every night, especially it's depending on where you work, but certain bars, like every night your bar, you're just watching people on blind dates all night. I mean, it's incredible. It's, it's, it's a thing for my bar for sure. Oh yeah, for, yeah, Matt's yeah. bar, like straight up. We got marble, sure. we got super low lights, shit ton of candles. He's, yeah. He works at a sexy ass bar, man. I'm just telling you right now. If you Look guys it up can, on Yelp, sexy yeah. ass bar. Sexy ass bar, Yelp that shit. Matt will be yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> On the clock or off. Yeah. Anyway, continue. I apologize. <laughs> so, yeah, so... You're so polite, Matt. No, stop. I'm drinking. <laughs> no. Here, do you, there, you can... Do you want some more? You're good? Oh, you have a whole cocktail. No, I'm saving this. Like I said, I'm a child. I had to leave earlier. Anyways, where was I? So, with this whole dating thing, like, it's it's been really interesting to figure out my role in it because I figured out at some point that I'm not just a mere gleeful observer... But we kind of play a big part in these dates. Oh, and so I think much. of myself, so I call myself the first date fluffer. Ooh. Because when someone Ooh. comes in, you, if they, the first person who gets there, it's kind of our job to get them ready. And with guys, I've noticed a lot, they need to work, try their material out on somebody. Like, guys usually show up for a first date armed with stuff. Yeah. Girls show up a little bit more vulnerable. Not, and this is, these, this is a terrible stereotype, but I don't give a fuck. Like, I've been, I've been bartending for <laughs> fucking 20 years. Like, I, I have a, a At a certain point, like, you grasp, like, 
how your guests are. Yeah. You know? And it's not even, and of course there's also variations because there's like not every, it's not all just straight couples, but there's like, a, okay, so there's a person who comes in and needs to like work out their material. And that's the person that you laugh at their jokes you like I can smell it when someone comes in and they're on a first ready waiting for a first date yeah and it's not that they're like all nervous and looking around there's just something about a person that and I always ask like I don't give a shit are you waiting for a first date? No way! You and have straight I always, ask them. That's yeah, awesome. As in, they're like, does yes. That, does that like break the ice for them a little? Yeah, bit? make them more comfortable. Yes, because they, they and they ninety percent of the time they start talking to me about it. The guys, they're like kind of nonchalant about it, and they just need to work out their material on me. So I laugh at their jokes and I act a little flirty, and they're ready. Like they're no, like, I'm ready. Like, they're yeah, fluffed. They're fluffed. Hard, like, yeah. What does fluffed so, mean? Because on the porn set, you have a fluffer. Oh. So on a porn set, they have someone whose job it is is to like keep guys' dicks hard. Nice. So a fluffer is like before they shoot a scene, the fluffer comes and gets the guy's dick hard before the scene. Yes. So my so our job is like we get them ready before their scene. I get this. Get it? I get this. Does it make sense? Did you get that? I'm. It's incredible. I'm writing all the did notes. Did you get? But did you get when I said that? No, like, I totally get that, it. Is that it a, okay. It's well, super fascinating because yeah. like I don't. I don't know the side that the girls experience. Like, as far as the guys that come in for that kind of stuff, I don't talk to them about it. It's just kind of, like, kind of gauging where they're at. Do you have, like, a, a radar on that stuff, too, as a bartender? I mean, if they're alone and they're looking all over the place. Like, all the stuff that you, you have, like, an intuition for is stuff that I just, like, see. And I'm like, that guy's probably on a date. And then, inevitably, they come in. They'll show up. And just yeah. basically the days that I work, that's what happens. That you know, like, the guys come in... And, like, they're just kind of chilling out. Do you out. do similar things with, like, No, that's why or? this is incredible. Like, I think it'd be a blast to do, to see if these guys, like, want to... Like, they're not going to shoot their situation on me, but, like... <laughs> Wait, what situation? Easy, relax. Shoot the situation. <laughs> the way this podcast is going, there's too many situations. <laughs> All situations. <laughs> but, yeah, it'd be, it'd be really interesting to see if they if they would talk to me about anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. I think a woman probably would. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the gender difference, since you're waiting for the opposite gender, or maybe the same gender, doesn't, it's I think being able to kind of vent some of it first maybe makes you more comfortable, mm-hmm. which I've never really thought about. It's interesting that that's your perception of it, which I'm into. I think that's fucking I think, rad. I think it's well, awesome that you Because the bartender does have a degree of success, I feel, as far as if there's like an awkward situation in a, a date or something like that, or if like they're being super nice to you and you want to be like, hey man, like I got this drink. You've been awesome tonight. It plays a part, you know? Mm-hmm. You have or confidence in this guy's make, cool. You can That's make someone on my look end. good. You can make someone look bad. Like, we... Oh, yeah, are, we can kind of toy a little bit. We are just as much on that date oh. as those two people. We can play the game. And there's yeah. so many... And it's it's a great power that we have. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm nervous about it now. I know. Now oh, I'm like... Jesus. Well, it's a responsibility I actually, well. This, yeah, this reminds me of a story I actually have, yeah. if you guys don't mind. I had a... A, a Tinder date uh, that showed up first. Oh, nice. oh wait, so sweet. No, not me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, I was bartending, and uh, and so, anyways, this lady comes up to the bar and she says, "Hi, I'm waiting on my date. Uh, I just want to see a cocktail menu." I'm like, "All right, absolutely." I give her a cocktail menu, and she goes, "Okay, just so you know, um, I'm gonna order a Moscow Mule." Which, for those that don't know, it's a very common drink in Los Angeles and anywhere, I assume, at this point. It's ginger beer, blah, 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 whatever you look it up. Um, and so uh, she goes, I'm going to have a Moscow meal, but I, I don't want it now. I want to make sure that my date pays for it. So oh. I just want to let you know that's what I want to order. Huh. But I tell you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, so, huh. and, I, and so I looked at her. I'm like, huh. All right. And so, uh, and I turn around and in my brain, so I feel like we all do this. People do things and we go, huh. And in our brains, we go, what the fuck is wrong with this person? And so then, but on our stage that we bartend behind, our faces hopefully don't express that. Um, and uh, so then I was like, huh, this is going to be an interesting situation. So the best part about this story is... Her date was two seats down when she said this to me and heard the entire scenario. This is going to be great. It was the best situation I've ever bartended (laughs) with ever in my life. And so I, uh, after she told me this, she was expecting her date to buy her a drink that she wanted. I was like, all right, 
fair enough. All right, I'm game. I'll do whatever the hell you guys want. Whatever. And so then I turn around. I notice he goes, oh, whatever she, her name is. They meet. They go, and I goes, <laughs> and so and so they end up going through their date. And the entire time through their date, me being like just playing an awful game in my head, go. I was thinking, oh my god, I hope he doesn't pay for that drink. Oh my god, I hope he doesn't pay for that drink, because I'm just like that's bullshit. And so sure enough, it comes down to the end of the day, and they they had a long date. They were getting along. It seemed like they were hitting it off. He comes down for the check. He goes, excuse me. And I go, yes, sir. He goes, I think we're ready for our checks. He said checks plural. This guy's a legend. And I go, yes, absolutely. And so I print out (laughs) both checks. I hand him his check. I hand her her check for her one drink. Um, And then he puts his card down. I pay his check. And then I look at her. She looks at me. She looks at him, and then she puts her fucking card down. <laughs> Damn straight, bitch. Probably would have bought her drink if she hadn't have done that. Straight up. Because, I mean, I think this is a whole different conversation, but I think I'm, I'm very old-fashioned about first date etiquette. But when you walk in with your sense of entitlement like that, like... No mm, way, man. I don't know. No way. No. And my, my thing is, I mean, I can't talk about dating. Like, I'm not in that fucking realm, but, I mean... Just assume that you're going to pay for your own things, but if somebody wants to pick up a check, let them pick up the check, man. But especially with a Tinder date, because a, t- a first Tinder date is not even a real date. It's like, it's a, you're simulating bumping into each other on the street, basically. True. Because you're deciding, your first Tinder date, or whatever, Bumble, or whatever they've got out there, you are deciding if you want to go on a date. So it's not really fair to have expectations, because... You're, you're not even going... It's not even a date. It's like, um, let's look at each other's faces and see if, like, I like your face, and then maybe we'll go on a date. How good was your picture before? Okay, you're part of the picture. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, hold on. Let's wrap up your stories, and then we're going to go into some rapid guest questions. Okay. Well, anyways, so... It, no, it was, it was super interesting, honestly. The, oh, so... It's not like an actual date. It's a total, let me judge you real quick. Right. And then maybe we'll do a, a date. It's exactly. It's like a weird thing. But so there's so the, a lot of the bars that I've worked at are very sexy bars. And so we'll get repeat first daters or for, you know, pre-daters. Let's call them oh. one, one 1.1 dates. Like you've yeah. seen them before? Multiple times they come in over and over and over again. And some of them, it's like they have, they, oh, they have a, like one dog and pony show like riding around on the unicycle with a ball on their nose like thing that they do for every single day and you see it every time every single time no way so it's, it's always guys this again i'm going back to this but there's a guys who they, they've got their like material and they show up for every date with the same material jesus they use it on me i laugh because like it's my job or whatever and then they use it on their dates and it's like generic material so we had a guy at the, one of the last bars I worked at, Bad Date Guy was his name. Ooh, was Bad Date Bad Guy. Bad Date Guy. Came in at least once a week and always on a new, date, new first date. So the kindest thing I could do for this guy was just never, like, pretend I didn't recognize him. Like, even though we talked, we had a conversation every week and he'd do his material on me and, like, I'd be, and be like, <laughs> laugh at his own jokes and I'd be like, <laughs> every single time. I always, like, was like, hi, welcome to da-da-da. Like, never, ever let him know that I'd seen I've seen. No way. So, you, so every time you saw him, you pretended you, like you've never seen him before. Because it's always like a before. different because date. Because every single time, the date with the girl would come. And I get oh, and he dates. had a really specific <laughs> shtick that would always... And I, I think he was almost like a nervous tick. Because every single date would start okay. Like, he'd be so nervous. It'd start okay. And then he had a, his, like, he had a bit that he did. Yeah. And his bit was, I really hate small dogs. Oh, boy. oh, this is going to be good. And God. It, 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 but it's not even because that's it. Like, he just would start talking about how much he hates small dogs. One of three things would happen every single time. Worst case scenario, the girl would have a small dog. <laughs> he asked her while she was showing him a picture of her small dog. Second worst case, the girl would just think it was rude and, like, argue with him about it. Third worst, she would just like it's boring because he's he's once he's yeah, so talking about dogs. Is that once he would start talking about I've never seen anything like this in my life. This is once he would amazing. start talking about how much he hates small dogs, that would be the whole conversation. He the stop, thing. And you could see the pain in his eyes. Why does you he hate it so much? He, he wanted to stop. 
He wanted to stop. Why would he go into it so much? But it's a system know. that it's a t- works for this dude. No, it doesn't work for him. It's it's. I think it's his it's his safe place. When he's nervous on a date, he's like, we're talking about how much he hates small dogs. I was like, maybe he's a stand up comic and has a good joke about small dogs, so he thinks if he goes in this direction, it'll like win. Or he's slaying every single time and just having a billion dates every week. So, oh. So, (laughs) (laughs) they always leave. I I saw him leave with a date one time and she was wasted. Wait, so the girls would always just like get up and leave him? So, the first time he came in, poor guy. The first time he came in, he did the heat. I, you know, got him good and fluffed up. He was ready to go. Girl comes, he does the small dog thing. She leaves and he gets really embarrassed because we talked a lot before it. And so. Did you ever tell him no small dog talk? No, I never said anything because I felt like it was unkind. Because if you could see the pain in his eyes, oh god, but the first time he, the first time when the girl she just abruptly left because she had a small dog, like she offended, he offended so bad. Oh my god! So he walks back. I give him a minute, and he looks like really not good. And I and I go back over, (laughs) and when I go back over, he picks up his phone and he's like, hey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm on my way. Yeah, I'm on my way. I'm okay. Like okay, fake, fake talk? Fake call. Oh, this guy. Like, I gotta go. I gotta go. My like, dog's in trouble. <laughs> my, big like, dog. my big dog. My big dog's in trouble. He totally, he totally faked a call for me because he was so embarrassed about. But then he came back the next week and did it again. He trusted you. Is this guy you sweet? Is he nice? Like, on this his guy own? sounds amazing. He's and like a guy that would invite to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's super. Maybe I'm feeling bad. For you, him. You're feeling bad for him because you're loving him in the way that I love him. It's endearing as shit. Because it makes me want to mother him. It makes me want to like pull him into my womb and like. Has he been hitting on there. you for all of this time? Never hit. Maybe he should hit. Know. Is he cute? <laughs> um, he's fine, but no. Dude, maybe hey. there you go. How do you feel about small dogs? But I like small dogs. Oh, so. it would never <laughs> work. It would never work. The greatest story in history. This guy's been playing the game for so long. It's a long game. It's a long the game. Long he's, con. Like, he's like, he's like this bartender in here. Like, I need to make her remember me. Oh my god, right? <laughs> Dude, that'd be amazing. I saw, and you know what? You would love him. You would love him. Maybe what he's a the twist. one for me. I'm single, you know. Wait, okay. what's, what's his tag name? Bad date guy. Bad date guy. Oh my god, bad date guy. <laughs> I should have come up with something more, but. More no, it's perfect. It's just a bad date every time. Every time he came, I would just like. He knows what he's doing. And the worst was that he would come, and I would where I work because we you know bartenders. We have our wells, like where we was is our workstation, and I would be like, "Don't sit by my well. I can't listen. I can't. I can't listen to this. I can't listen to this. I can't." And then he would sit right in front of my well, like, and no. the whole thing, and I'd be like making drinks and like, "Don't listen. Don't listen." But I can't stop listening. And now you're talking about him. And I'm talking Dude, about him. Dude, oh he made an impression first. on you. He really did. Dude, bad bad date guy. If you know bad who you guy. are, she's oh, blushing. You, yep, there you go. Yeah, there you are. Some blushing happening here. So you know. You know who to call. God. Oh, it's Melina. It's Melina. Figure it out. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a situation. Four zero four. Oh, whoa. Is she going for it? You're going to actually five, do nine. it? Uh, five, 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 nine. This is a long number. It's out of the country. What's up with that five, 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 five thing? Accidentus. What? You were, you've never been behind a bus in LA before? What? Mm. <laughs> the, the number you just said the five 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 number. It's no, like because in all the TVs, it's like five 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 five. Oh my god! It's like okay. Side note: This is really getting off track, but totally. There's it's like a literal ad behind buses in LA. He has like one digit off. They're pouring shots oh, out really? because this is the goke of the story. Yeah, <laughs> no, we want to hear. It, we want to hear. It's like three five 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 five. No way! So it's and it says accidentus and above it. That's it's like that's genius. The guy is like a law dude. Thing, but I didn't know that. That's that what they call the lawyers here. They call them what? Law dudes. Oh. Law dudes. Law bros. Lawskies. Lawskies. I like lawskies. Okay, can we do some rapid fire questions? Yeah, let's see that. Yeah. All right. It's that time. It's that time. We're gonna go into rapid guess questions. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Dude, that was so much better. It was better. It was oh, better. It was so much better. Let's do it. Malina, what time do you wake up? 9 a.m. Is a hot dog a sandwich? It says total lie. This is rapid fire. <laughs> no, no. Yes, it's a hot dog. It's a hot dog. Is it a sandwich? A hot dog is a hot dog. Is it a sandwich? That's my final answer. Okay. If you were a cocktail, what cocktail would you be? Something bitter. Name it. A mezcal.
Pascal Negroni. Boom. Okay. Oh, uh, if you were driving a train and there are five people on the track that the train would kill and you had a lever that would change the train to a terrifying blood-sucking monster that would kill you, would you pull the lever? Who's the five people on the train or on the tracks? Ooh, <laughs> good point. Uh, uh, equal parts split people you love and hate. Oh, good answer. Fine, I'm a stupid fucking lover. Blood-sucking monster? Yeah. That's a good way to die, dude. Yeah. All right. It's a great will. If you or could change one thing about Matt, what would it be? <laughs> um, let's see. I'm looking them over. Let me see your shoes. Oh, jeez. They're pretty cool, actually. They're a little pointy. All right. <laughs> a little pointy. It's Christmas. Yeah, but you're, you're dressed very casually, and they're kind of dressy shoes. <laughs> So the shoes, okay, fair enough. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll work on that. <laughs> Me or make him change his Christmas shoes? <laughs> they will, I mean, they're, they look like elf shoes, so I guess it's appropriate. They're black. Jet black. Oh, God, <laughs> he's going to have a complex now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt, take this one. Uh, if you could change one thing about Shauna, what would it be? Um, Let me see your shoes. I would really prefer if you'd wear shoes <laughs> in a professional situation. She hacked the system and has no shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to get around these things. This is a place of business, so if you could just, you know. Take my hippie ass at the yeah, back to the beach. Some goddamn shoes. All on. right, fair enough. I'll put wear shoes next time. Yeah. All right, make sure they're not too pointy, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, if a pot of gold does not exist at the end of the rainbow... Oh. <laughs> Bo, uh, what is what is at the end of the rainbow? If a pot of gold doesn't exist at the end of the rainbow, um, the the end of the rainbow is the myth that gets us out of bed every day. Wow, that's amazing. So, what's at the end of the rainbow? There is no end of the rainbow. It just it's just the thing the way we trick ourselves into not killing ourselves. Oh. <laughs> you hear that? I've learned so much. <laughs> I've said like five words and have. Learned a million and things. Is, this yeah. is a learning this podcast. I thought it was just storytelling, but this yeah. is really learning. Great. Shit. Yeah, this is amazing. We're changing lives right now. All right. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know what to say. But I do have another question. <laughs> when you stir a spirit forward cocktail, what do you think about? Nowadays, I think my wrist is getting tired. My wrist is getting tired. My wrist is getting tired. Switch to the other wrist. My wrist is getting tired. My wrist is getting tired. My wrist is getting tired. Switch to the other wrist. There is a skinny et cetera. Here's your cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it cold enough? Can I get away with just stopping? I hope you like this. Can I stop now? So I this is like this. why the count was invented. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Do you see us in your nightmares? I think I will tonight. Oh, yes. Yeah. Good so answer. Our job. <sighs> yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking of a mythical creature. What creature am I thinking of? A mythical creature? Um, okay. Real creature. Um. Mythical creature, mythical creature. Um, I can't. All the ones I think of are Santa Claus. Santa Claus. <laughs> That's so creepy. So <laughs> yeah, I. So was, was that, that an actual answer? I don't know. It was so creepy. <laughs> I'm not sure. It was from the beyond. <laughs> Is that the mythical creature you're thinking of? Yeah. What? No. Oh. What are we thinking of? What's the weird uh, lion snake? Uh, oh, fuck off. I don't know what it is. It's oh, it's called a... What is that? It's called like a... So you could, you could tuck in like... Tuck in like the Alush because they're... Like, Dude, that's no. so good. I like that lion snake. I don't even know what it is, but I, I like know. it. Isn't that a band? Lion snake? No, if not yet, and it snake. will be now. Oh, white snake. Oh, white snake, yeah. Oh, I was what? thinking of white snake. You got me. Uh, you analyzed me to death. I wish I could have come up with something really cool and clever for mythical creature like... Witty and like goblin, uh, fly face, no, like, like a um, griffin of some sort, yeah, you know, or like a that. thing, like a like a witty pop culture, like a mythical creature, like, sure. like Rob Lowe, like someone's <laughs> like Donald Trump's self respect, yeah. or like something like that. <laughs> Rob Lowe, why is Rob Lowe? <laughs> He's beautiful, he is really so beautiful. <laughs> Oh He's a God. total real creature, though. Dude, he is a mythological did creature. You read, did you read the ad for his personal assistant, John? No. He's a mythical creature. You should Google that. Rob Lowe's Craigslist ad oh. for a personal assistant because it's amazing. <laughs> Sorry. 
Just take that out. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I have a slight tear in my eye. It's, you got a tear in your a eye? A slight one. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I feel like we're going to start wrapping this thing up. Melina, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you're doing up in the future that people should know about? <laughs> well, currently I don't work in a bar full time. I do. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I miss it, but eventually, That's the thing. eventually you have to put yourself out to pasture at least a little bit because it's just, you know. It's hard creative minds for a long time. More. Yeah. So I work, I do, I have a company called Drink Special. Um, Ooh, drinks. Okay, Drink, Drink Special. Special. It's at Drink Special LA mm-hmm. on Instagram. And we do like really dope themed out pop ups. Um, in Los Angeles? In Los Angeles. And we do like private events and we're for hire. Ooh, you're um, for hire. You hear that, guys? Yeah. Basically, it's like all the weird pop culture shit that we like and all the weird food and drinks that we like, we put together and make cocktails with. So it's like not bar friendly. It's more like a one-off. Like a party? Like a wedding? Yeah. Pop-ups like we did. The first one we did is called First Date. And the theme was First Date. So we just kind of took over a bar and we just plastered the place in like sexy candles and baby's breath and rose petals flown every, flung everywhere and we made our cocktails sort of based around that. So we had like a leather daddy cocktail. A leather had, daddy cocktail. Yeah, we had a walk of shame cocktail. So it's just, it's fun, but you guys should check us out. Yeah, I love the premise of that. Yeah, that sounds great. it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it Dude, does, actually. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you guys should also check out Ajo's Aquavit, only available in Los Angeles in the United no way. States. No way. Why? No. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So it's like a new, it's it's a brand new, new brand. It's brand new. Oh, so we're like so lucky to have it. have been Aquavit since 1906, so it's like super old school. So it's new to the States. It's new, but made by people who've been making it forever. It's Dude. the newest and best. Man, I, I feel so lucky to and be able Aquavit's to try like it. the new thing. So if you want to be cool, you should go to bars and order it. Dude, get some Aquavit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straight up. I love it. It is Melina delicious. loves it. Matt loves I love it. it. I'm, I'm, and you can Adele sip on it. Loves it. Adele loves it. Aaron loves it. Aaron loves it. Yeah, and it's something nice to be able to just sip on it as it is. Or you can even cocktail with it. Like it's if you're really into that. good in cocktails. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. It yes. gives it like a, a layer that you don't get from gin. Exactly. That's delicious. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Dude, Melinda, I'm so happy you came in tonight. Like, we were, we just had such a great time. Thank you for making the cocktails for us. Thank you for sharing your aquavit with us, your stories, and everything you're doing. We appreciate you. We appreciate everything you do. And everyone who's listening, appreciate your bartender. And tip your bartender. And tip your bartender, always. And be fucking nice to your bartender, because they work really hard. That's true. And, um... I do want to thank our amazing friend Josh Carroll for making our theme song. And Matt, do you want to take it for the disclaimers? Yeah, definitely. Um, and all of us at Talktales are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking booze, alcohol. Uh, we do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. So please don't consume alcohol and drive. Never. Uh, yeah, don't do it. There's and, Uber uh, and all these different, like Lyft and all these ride services. Do not drink and drive. Yeah, there's a lot of great options, especially... uh, I'll come pick you up (laughs) for a hefty sum. (laughs) There are definitely a lot of options, especially where we're at in L.A., so it's it's quite a... It's quite a great service, and we love it. Hell uh, yeah. And it ain't it worth from. it. Trust me. Nope. Uh, all right. Shall we uh, exit this podcast with a nice yeah, skull? Let's, skull? let's do that. That's perfect. All right. On three. One, One two, two, three. Skull! Cheers, everyone. Be safe and have fun. Thanks for listening. Talk to you. Talk to you. Talk to you. Talk to you.